You know, he would step across the line. Habitually, he's a habitual line stepper. We're back, baby. Thank you for joining us on the Habitual Line Steppers Podcast. I am Garrett Langley Henson. I am Terry Ricardo de Shazel the second. Let's do it. Let's yes, sir. We're going to get right into it, man. We have a uh, very important announcement to make before we start the show uh, today, guys. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> We'd like to have a moment of silence uh, for John Stamos' friend from Full uh, House. Bob Saget. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you didn't last through it. Go ahead, man. You really care about Bob Saget that much? Yeah, yeah, got to, man. Comedy <laughs> goat, live effort. <laughs> but now that we got that out of the way, we have an announcement of our own that we need to make. All right, people. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, trans men and women and non-binary individuals alike, let me tell you: get your lawnmower started. Because we're kicked off a of color cast, guys. <laughs> we did our last broadcast of them for uh, for some time, at least until we started getting those checks again. Um, but we yeah. wanted to thank you all for all of your support, even though it clearly wasn't enough for us to stay on that platform and continue to make a living. <laughs> $50 a week, huh? Yeah, man. Oh, were you getting paid? They just sent me this nice shirt. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, it was cool doing that shit, though. That shit was fun. But, you know. It was a good time, but uh, <laughs> go fuck yourselves, and uh, I hope you get <laughs> cancer. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. It was a great time. Hey, but Terry, you know who really did leave the scene like that this past weekend? It was Antonio Brown. Your boy, A.B. He threw both middle fingers up to his employer, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He took his pads off in the middle of the game. He took his shirt off in the middle of the game. He took his gloves off in the middle of the game. At least he threw them all to the uh, to the fans. He's a yeah, man. That was, cool. that was cool. Yeah, before he uh, ran and jumped and did jumping jacks through the end zone during a play, <laughs> and then just ran out the tunnel like Michael Vick at the end of that uh, Vikings game. Hey, never to be seen on an NFL field again. Possibly. We'll discuss. We'll discuss that. I, I will say this: he reached his breaking point, man. I mean, he, he's been on a couple podcasts. He's been on, I think, one podcast, and I think he went on like Good Morning America or some shit or TMZ or something. And you know, he copped some pleas. At first, when he went on the uh, press conference, he said he what like fucked his ankle up or something like that. Yep. He was like, so yeah. He said, uh, I took a seat on the sideline, and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, "What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you?" I told him, it's my ankle. But he knew that. It was well documented, and we had discussed it, Brian said. (laughs) (laughs) He then ordered me to get on the field. I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me. You're (laughs) done! Get the fuck out of here. Slice in motion of his finger across his throat. Coach was telling me, if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. Ooh. In the words of Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, my man is crying, bro. Yeah, honestly, what I'll say is this. I think 
if it was like, well, we know it was, you remember he had that contract with the incentives in it and shit? I don't even think we talked about mm-hmm. that. So apparently he was about to get close to getting like a million dollars on his contract or whatever. <clears throat> so he's like, hey, man, let me get some targets. I'm trying to get a million dollars. But apparently they weren't trying to freeze him out because Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, I heard this today in an interview with LaShawn McCoy because LaShawn McCoy plays with the Bucks. He said, look, if anybody wants their incentives or anything, just let me know and we'll try to help you reach him. So whatever the fuck Antonio Brown was talking about where like he said they weren't trying to let him get his money, cap. That's a straight Bro, up lie. He wasn't even saying that at first. At first he was saying he's too hurt to play. He was trying to lie. That's why. He said that he had uh, broken bone spurs in his ankle. He said that the ligament, he went to a third-party doctor, and the ligament was completely detached from the bone and all this other shit. He was too hurt to go in a game. Now, keep in mind, Terry, there's a video of him a quarter before this absolutely destroying a, a Jets wide receiver it's on a route. Quarterback, quarterback, yeah. Yeah, or yeah, he triple moves this dude that stops on an absolute fucking dime yeah. and catches this this stopper up, right? Then he leaves the field running and jumping. <laughs> We're going to sit here and say this. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. If he's going to act like he was hurt, you wouldn't leave the field like that. You would not leave the field like that. At least give me a limp or something. That's why I knew he was lying. He's lying his ass off to say, like, anything to keep him in the NFL. Because he knows he fucked up heavy. He might not get another chance to play. I mean, A.B. Well, is good. They uh, the, His old coach, uh, Todd Haley, remember, yeah. he used to be the coordinator at the uh, Steelers. Yeah. He, uh, he texted him and said he asked if he wanted to uh, come be part of his team in the Rock's new league that replaced the XFL. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forget what it is, but it's like the USFL or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, something that we won't watch. Yeah, and AB just takes a bunch of clown emojis. <laughs> it's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, I, I saw that. Before we get to that, let's talk about Antonio Brown and this injury, bro. Because he was like, what is it that he said? He said, uh, uh, because of my, he said, because of my commitment to the game, I relented to pressure directly from my coach to play injured, Terry. He says, he's saying this to you. He said, despite the pain, Terry, I suited up. The staff injected me with what I now know was a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned against using. And I gave it all for my team. I played until it was clear I could not use my ankle to safely perform my playing responsibilities. All right, whatever you say, brother. Look, he says one thing. The team says another thing. Like I said, I don't know, like, you get, you're get you getting that from, like, the <clears throat> the interview that he did on Full Sin Podcast, and then you're talking about the shit he did on TMZ, right? Mm-hmm. That's what, basically what he's talking about, right? Yeah. The shit I heard was straight off of I Am Athlete, and me and you are athletes. We watched, I watched that podcast a lot. LaShawn McCoy was there on the fucking sideline. He told it. He said, look, the dude was complaining and bitching about oh. his contract. Yeah, okay. Don't worry. I'm not doubting you. We're getting here. I'm just giving Antonio Brown his side of the story to come out there. All right? Before we pick holes in it yeah. and, and make it look like Swiss cheese, I'm going to put the whole craft single out there for everybody to see. Okay? Hey, what a, yeah. All this all this shit he's saying publicly, it's a bunch of bullshit, man, because we got witnesses, bro. There we the go. And so, he didn't, 
Go ahead, go ahead. He, go, he goes up to uh, to Tom Brady during halftime, right at the game. He only had five targets, three catches, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you going with your boy Gronk now, huh?" <laughs> Insinuating that he's going to get Gronk his incentives, yeah, instead of getting AB his, right? Yeah. Arians allude to it as much. He needed eight more catches to make three hundred and thirty-three grand more. Yeah. He needed another 55 receiving yards to get another 303 grand more. Yeah. And he needed a touchdown to get another 333 grand more. Yeah. So And there's still another game to do. Yeah, it, true. Right? True. So everyone thought because he he basically was like, oh, you, you're not going to let me get my money? Mm-hmm. And uh, fuck it, I'm out of here. But, Terry, that only makes mine in the sense of a CTE individual. You know why? <laughs> why? Because in the last game of last season, in the last two minutes, Tom Brady completed three shovel passes to Antonio Brown to get him 11 catches on the day, 45 on the season, and get him another half a million bucks. Shit, man, you don't even have to go to last year. Last week, he got 10 receptions for 100 yards. Like, it's yeah. not like it weren't. In the last game of the season last year, when they knew, they're like, they hey, a bunch of meaningless shit just to get him the money. Like they already did this for you. Yeah. Proved that you're gonna get the joint, and they'll help you. Last exactly. Year. And then now he does this, Terry. And what happened uh, on the game that he missed the the last game of the season? Gronk yeah. got all his incentives and made <laughs> an extra million dollars. There you go. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. One one when the offensive coordinator says, "Who needs their balls?" You know, before the game. Before the other games, too, he said, you know, that's what LeSean McCoy said, uh, Byron Leftwood said. Two, your boy Tom Brady is not trying to freeze you out. He let you stay in his house. He invited you to New England to play with him, and when he moved to Tampa, he invited you to play Tampa with him. So clearly Tom Brady's not the guy that's not trying to let you get money, bro. He's, he was barking up the wrong tree. My man, oh, was he, just- he took shots at Brady, too, man. He was like, everybody can get some. Yeah, Everybody can get some. He was talking about how... Uh, Tom Brady is only friends with him because he's good at football. Hey, man, look. That's why everyone is friends with you. Antonio Brown, <laughs> nobody likes who you are. They're only <laughs> friends with you because you're a Hall of Fame receiver. Everyone in your life besides your mom. Okay? Get yeah. that through your head. Bro, like, it's not. he had three receptions in the game, right? What What'd you say he needed? Yeah. He needed eight more receptions to get the rest of his shit? He needed eight more catches. Yeah, you needed eight more catches. He, you had three catches in the game. One was a long pass for twenty-one yards. The other two were fucking two bubble screens or some shit. You just didn't get any yards. It's not like they weren't trying to get you the ball, bro. He threw it to you. He's not gonna. Tom Brady is a goat. He's not gonna throw stupid ass passes for no reason. Well, Terry, that was only one side of the story, like we know, right? Because at first, it appears it was about his ankle. Yeah. Then. It appears it was about his incentives. Then, Terry, a third story came out. And I don't know if you've heard this third story. I don't know if most people have heard this third story because it Good. came out while you were at work on Home Depot. And it came out <laughs> in black social media, which is yet to get picked up by Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Basically, in the game, uh, the night before the game, NFL star Antonio Brown smuggled uh, OnlyFans whore, uh, <laughs> Ava Louise. Yeah, I heard about that. 
Now, she was the girl who became famous for licking a toilet seat in 2020 to get COVID in the middle of the pandemic. That's wild. So they say they say judge a man by the company he keeps, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he snuggles this bitch into the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah. In COVID protocols, like, first of all, motherfucker already faced a Vax card, and now he go endanger Tom Brady and Tom Brady's kids again with some off-the-street toilet-licking bitch. <laughs> Does he still live with Tom Brady? He never got a house? <laughs> no, <laughs> one ain't more. I promise you that. <laughs> I mean, throughout the whole season, though, I mean, I understand, like, if you invite me to my to a crib, right, I'm like, cool, you know, I'll stay with you. But, like, do I have to stay with you for the remainder of the season? Like, yeah. when I bring girls in, I'm just bringing them into your house and fucking them? Like, they're millionaires. Your boy can't rent an apartment for a fucking year? Or your six boy months? Antonio Brown had a little bit. It was Antonio Garrett in that moment, <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> He's like, why don't I just kick it? <laughs> Shit is crazy, bro. Hey, AB is crazy. Do you think he's going to play for another team? Oh, wait a minute. We got There's more. Oh, keep talking about the team. But wait, there's more, Terry, before we get to play for another team, since he's not interested in the Rock's new football league, right? So he sneaks her up into the joint, right? Uh Filmed a bunch of porns, like, with with this bitch that I'm sure he's going to, like, put out. Clapped it twice. He said he clapped it a couple times, a couple pornos. Yes, sir. Right? So then she says, uh, so she's like, when he went to sleep, he kept mumbling in his sleep and then waking up and saying, I'm going to give you tickets. I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. I can't <laughs> wait for you to see me what see me tomorrow. I'm going to shock the world. All right. Cool. <laughs> Premeditated? Yeah. So now uh... it sounds less like an ankle, less like a sentence. And more like a transition into a new career path, Terry, making a splash as he does so. And uh, he was you, know who, her. you know who he uh, who he, who he was with when he gave that quote to TMZ about uh, maybe uh, it was a little too much over the top. Yeah, unnecessary or whatever. Yeah, who was it? It was a dinner with Kanye West. Kanye, that's a hell of a conversation to be a part of. Yep. And he had just uh, dropped a, or right after his, um, he did that shit, he went to a strip club in New York, and he dropped uh, a music video premiere for his new rap song. Yep, at a strip club. Not the palace. Didn't he, didn't he go to like a Nets game as well? Yep, yep. Up. <laughs> and, and now he's hanging out with Kanye, and Kanye said uh, they want to do a track together. So... Has Fire. Kanye ever been known to create controversy before one of his albums came out, Terry? Oh, yeah, definitely. Is this possibly a page out of Kanye's playbook? And Antonio Brown said, turn up his nose at the XFL because he's pursuing a new career in porn and music? <laughs> it's a possibility. You, we're thinking this is the grand scheme? I'm thinking Antonio Brown is a trendsetter. And he's... <laughs> He's the guy who, uh, he's not going to fall in line. He's not a corporate man. He's a trailblazer, a maverick, even. Okay? And he's created a new lane, which is, I'm going to drop my rap videos in OnlyFans. Like, enough of having (laughs) explicit explicit rap videos where bitches are just shaking their ass. No, in my videos, bitches get fucked. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, look, I would believe all that shit that you're talking about 
if his music was any good, that shit is garbage. All every song he's ever fucking uh, dropped is absolute trash. Like did you, on did YouTube, not the palace. Did bro, you hear the palace though? I'm, no, I didn't listen to that shit. I'm not listening to that shit. Let me tell you something. When YouTube disables your comment section when you drop something, that means that you're getting so much slander. They had to get rid of the comments. They're like, look, there's no more comments. Like you guys are fucking this shit up. They turned the shit off on his music videos, on the majority of them. So it's just hey, well, they're enabled on his OnlyFans. <laughs> and if you want it, he's coming out with a four-part uh, blowjob, get fucked in the ass, gangbang, Bukaki video. That's also a four-track EP. Uh, so you guys make sure to check that out as well. Hey, if that's the grand scheme to drop one song, that shit is genius as fuck. But there's no way he thought of that shit. There's no fucking way he went through just to do this for music. There's got to be something. Hey, there's no way this is just one song. I'm telling you. Album? He was on an event to do something for Fashion Nova Men in L.A. too. It's like, Yeah, I heard about that too. He said that as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. The first hey, man ever to get away with twerking in spandex. <laughs> <laughs> and, and nobody called him gay. That's true. But here's my thing, though. If that's your whole... Um, theory is just to you know drop music videos or drop an album or some shit like how long you think that shit's gonna last like his fame are we really gonna keep following antonio brown's music career three weeks from now i mean if that doesn't work he could always knock jake paul the fuck out he did talk about fighting logan paul not jake he talked about okay i didn't even know (laughs) he he talked about that like yeah like six months ago but bro i love ab man i do love him as a football player but I'm not following the doors open to him. Like, tell me AB wouldn't be great on a spinoff of power. Take <laughs> one of these joints that they got. I don't know, bro. It seems like people love following him, dude. He's a crazy dude, bro. You know, motherfuckers don't like to say crazy these days, but my man is acting a little nuts. If you keep doing dumb shit, I'm going to say you're fucking crazy. I don't give a fuck. He's, he just keep doing wild ass shit, like, for no reason. To drop, bro. No. There's no theory. He's just... I'm trying to impress the bitch that licked the toilet seat to get COVID in the middle of a pandemic. Talking about, I'm gonna give you tickets, and you're the inspiration for this life changing. Like, can't I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. Like, he, he's just not famous enough to like do this shit. The only thing that's gonna keep getting you fame is playing football. If he keeps playing football and becomes great, then we no. can follow him. But it's over. It's not over. I think. I think it's English. If, if he becomes if he becomes a rapper slash uh, porn star, wow. he he's got a chance to break the game. And first of all, Bruce John Aaron. Cena thought that he had cracked that code earlier. <laughs> you talking about the girl, or you talking about just the? No, I'm talking about John Cena when he used to do sex tapes and rap. No, nah, I don't remember that at all. Oh, you don't remember John Cena the rapper? No, no. I remember John Cena the one song. Is that, is that even his song? He's got a track with like Fabulous. <laughs> He's got some shit with like The Alchemist. No, wait. I'm talking about that intro. Is the intro his song? John Cena's intro to fucking wrestling? John Cena. Da, 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 da. That's his shit? Yeah. Oh, that's fire. Wait, is Fabulous in that? I don't know. Hey, if Antonio Brown drops a track like that, that that's that fire, I'm on. But other than that, I'm out. But it's not not the palace. Oh, fuck no. That song is... I haven't listened to it, but I bet you it's garbage.
So I listened to it. You like it? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did listen to it. You like it? No. Okay. Okay. It's terrible. The beat was fire. He just says the hook like 30 times. Like he, That's all he the, does. Every the song. part where he's rapping is like worse than a freestyle. And then he'll <laughs> do that for like two bars and be like, all right, let's go back to the hook. <laughs> Terry, yeah. he sings the hook like six times in a two minute and 15 long song. Bro, that's all his songs, though. I, I had listened. I listened to his songs. I think when he got cut from the Raiders is when he started dropping music. Or maybe like a year ago. No, when he went, had a tryout for the Saints. And then he started dropping shit. He had a, like a rap about Sean Payton. He was like, Sean Payton trying to threaten my life. Sean, Sean Payton's not trying to give me my money. And then he like dropped a song with Rick Ross that was called A Whole Lot of Money. He dropped yeah, a song called Money. That, that song is garbage. They're all shit. The one song I like is the shit where he's running on the treadmill. And he's rapping. That shit is fire, but he's, he's rapping. All the way through his catalog, uh, you Boy, know, besides his page. It's only five songs. Only five <laughs> songs. <laughs> hey, five songs, five videos, man. That's all he needs. The, the one thing that did hurt my heart, though, is I'm going through the comments of the Antonio Brown uh, Pit Not the Palace video, and motherfuckers mm-hmm. are like, I love this shit. This shit go fucking hard as hell. This guy was in there like, fuck the roots. <laughs> hey, let me let me ask you a question, right? So, do you think that he's insane? Or you think he just did this for fame? Oh, or I it, think he's got CTE. Like, something out of whack. After that burr flick hit, where he was crumpled up... <laughs> Where he Bird. went night night on the field. No, After think, that, his brain ain't been the same. Like I think, I think he's, he's just been dumbass been. before, but now it's like exemplified. Like I feel like this motherfucker has just no impulse control. Like whatever he feels, he just does it. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna say like he doesn't need to go to like a shrink or some shit or be diagnosed for anything. I just think that he just needs somebody to guide him to stop being dumb as shit. Like I think he's fine. He's just a fucking prima donna. Wide receivers, what do they do when they're in the game? They beg for the ball. They're the only position that has to beg for that shit. Running backs will get your touches. Quarterbacks won't get it. You know, linemen always just crashing the dudes. Wide receivers need the fucking ball. They need attention. They be begging for it. That's all he's doing. He's begging for attention. And when he finally got that big contract with Pittsburgh, that's when he started to be crazy. Now, I don't know when. Was that before the perfect hit or after? But whenever he got his money, you couldn't tell him nothing after that. Whenever somebody goes by two initials, they own some different type of ego shit, man. Antonio Brown is just a yeah, he's just a, shit is so played out. Like it's so played out. <laughs> no, like the two initial shit is so played out. Yeah. We got AP AD. He had two different two initial joints for the same motherfucker. Yeah, all day, <laughs> which is retarded. <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis, another AD. Yeah. AB. Motherfucking, uh, they be calling Bruce Arians BA. Like, yeah. stop it. Yeah. No. Is it, the only <laughs> motherfucker I'm doing that to is T.Y. Hilton because I don't know what his first name is. Everyone else, you getting your names. I'm doing it for W.E.B. Du Bois. Huh? I'm doing it for W.E.B. Du Bois. <laughs> du Bois. <laughs> like, they always made me say Du Bois in school. I'm like, I guarantee you this dude wasn't that stupid. 
Like, <laughs> he was, like spoke like fifteen languages. Was trying to like rewrite the narrative for black people and, and help him rise up and overcome. And yeah. you're telling me that he doesn't know how to pronounce his own name? Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, there are libraries named after this guy. Black people couldn't read back in the day. You know that. Well, you weren't allowed to, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Hey, that hasn't prevented uh, Antonio Brown from not doing so and making a series of uh, hard, harsh decisions, man. But yeah. I wish him all the best in his next career uh, as yeah. a hybrid porn star rapper. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit here and say I wouldn't listen to him and Kanye, though. I'm not going to fake. Kanye produces fantastic okay. music. If he drops with another, like, mentally ill bipolar person, such as Antonio Brown, oh, man. Like, he going to put that pain out there that Antonio Brown's feeling, that insecurity, that chaos. Mm-hmm. He going to synthesize his voice up. We going to hear it through the microphone. Bro, he's going to get those samples, bro? Oh, my God. I can't wait. Drop it. Drop it. But you got to drop it quick. Kanye, you better start producing real quick. Buying them samples quick, because the fame's about to end, bro. I'm telling you. No more football. We don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Fight Jake Paul. I don't even know if Jake Paul's still popular anymore after he knocked out fucking Tyrone Woodley, but, you know, do something. He do started something. to get a little woozy himself with the CTE. He was like, I felt myself, like, remembering yeah. stuff worse and, like, yeah, all yeah. types of stuff. So, actually, he might be the perfect opponent for Antonio Brown because they're suffering from the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, look, but the 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 I, I do wish all the best for AB, you know. But uh, the Bucks are gonna miss his ass, bro. The Bucks are gonna miss that motherfucker because he's a really good player. He's good as fuck, but you know what? Yeah. Everyone on that team was sacrificing, and they had great receivers before he came in. And you know that the dude who came in his place is like a fucking Olympic track star. Ooh. They got Scotty Miller too. That uh, dark skin dude who came in caught like fucking a hundred yards in. Antonio Brown's position in the second half. Oh nah, I didn't. Even, I didn't watch the game. Hero so. Grayson, I think, is his name. Word, nah. I mean, you know, Godwin's out and Brown's gone. So good they, luck. They got Scotty Miller too. They got Gronk. They got. Okay, right. I'm not worried about them. They got Cameron Bray. They, they ain't got winning plenty of shit. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Nah, we'll see. Shit. They got Tom Brady. <laughs> But Gary, all right, let's let's get into it then. Transition from a man out of football back into relevant football happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. The playoff picture has been set. Why don't you give us a, uh, a look at those matchups that we're going to be seeing this weekend? Where do you want to start with, AFC or NFC? AFC because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the good ones later. Well, AFC, the teams that got in, it was a wild-ass week 18 Thank you, NFL, for adding another game where the guys can get pounded. Pause. Uh, the Raiders-Chargers game, if it ended in a tie, the Steelers would have made – or no, the uh, Steelers would have been out of the playoffs. But, you know, that one went down to the last fucking second in OT. All the Steelers fans are just like, who's going to win? But anyways, so the Steelers got in and the uh, Chargers got out. So your first seed in the fucking AFC West – or AFC, is the Tennessee Titans, bro. A team that nobody would have predicted would be the number one seed in the AFC. So they got the bye, right? Your two seed is Kansas City, who started off slow, but they ended the season off pretty strong. Uh, three seeds, Buffalo, and your four seed is uh, Cincinnati. So the Raiders are going to play Cincinnati, the Patriots are going to play Buffalo, and then the Steelers are going to play the uh, Chiefs. That's week. That's your uh, wild card weekend coming right, up. So what game do you want to start with? 
Ooh, who do you want to watch the most, bro? I mean, which one do you think is going to be the most exciting? Big Ben versus Mahomes? Eh. Derek Carr versus uh, J- uh, fucking Joe Burrow? That no. was interesting. No. <laughs> Josh Allen versus uh, the Patriots? Mac Jones? Ding, 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 ding. In Buffalo with uh, seven-degree weather? That's the one. That's the one you're most interested in? That's the one I'm most interested in, man. Tell me why. What do you think? Bills all year have been, like, complaining that they don't get enough uh, respect. That They got, like, the number one defense, but barely any guys made Pro Bowl, I think, and, like, all pro, not getting individual recognition. Yeah, you're in Buffalo. Their running game is all like Josh Allen, except for when you play the Falcons. <laughs> then your running backs have 200 <laughs> yards on the ground. <laughs> but mostly the thing that intrigues me is uh, the narrative, Terry. And that's that the Bills couldn't get over the, the hump that was the Patriots for a decade plus. And Tom Brady finally leaves town and... And the Bills have an MVP, uh, an MVP candidate, the guy who was the betting favorite at the beginning of the season. And the future looks like it's going to be the Bills division for the next yeah. 11 years now. Yeah. The tide has finally turned. Uh-huh. And then here comes Mac Jones. And here come the Patriots. Yeah. And they looked every bit as potent as the Bills, as dangerous, as tough. Um, I think the they split the series. With the Bills in the division? I'm pretty sure they did, yeah. And so the Bills now are as looking as good as they have since the 90s. The Patriots uh, on the very beginning of their upswing. So are the Bills at their best enough to beat a young Patriots team that's only the at the beginning of their story? I think it'll be a, a interesting question. And if the Bills lose... Um, Jesus Christ, are those people going to be heartbroken up there uh, in, in Buffalo? Yeah, I think they definitely will be. This I mean, the agony bowl. Whoever loses is going to be a lot of agony. And so that's what I like to see. I don't think it's not going to be that much agony for the Patriots, man. This, this, this is the playoffs, bro. All right, Mac Jones, that shit was cute. You know, it was a nice little season you had. You know, you, you, you didn't turn it over that much. You know, Bill Belichick didn't really open up the playbook, I feel like, for Mac Jones throughout the season. And, you know, Josh McDonald to them. Four passes in one game. We did witness that with the stupid hurricane wins in one game that they played in Buffalo. But uh, why is Buffalo a football team in the winter? They need to get a dome. Anyways. It's an advantage. <laughs> right? That fucking Green Bay. Anyways. So, Josh Allen... He did this last year. You know, he won a couple playoff games. Was it a couple or just one? I think he just won one because Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken, no, nah, they might have won two. I'm not sure. But Josh Allen's got some playoff games under his belt. You know, he was pretty good this season. He under, you know, he, he didn't perform to he what he did. He didn't win MVP. No. He, did, he didn't perform to how we thought he was going to do, but he still was okay. I would I'd trust him more in, like, a playoff situation, especially – if it's going to be stupid cold again, like another cold game where you can't really air it out like that, I trust Josh Allen and the Bills to run, methodically go up the field, and they both have good defenses. So it's just when when both defenses are kind of overwashed and it's up to the two quarterbacks in the offense, I'm going to trust the Bills more than I trust the Patriots. I, I love Bill Belichick, man, but Mac Jones is a rookie, bro. It's the playoffs. It's not a regular season game. Well, it's Terry, not. 
You know what this uh, matchup reminds me of? What's that? That Super Bowl from Cam Newton's MVP season where really? they played the washed-up shell of Peyton Manning yeah, 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 and the Denver Broncos. Of course, in this scenario, Mac Jones is Peyton Manning as he can't throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield and is just doing all the mental adjustments and all that type of shit. Yeah. And uh, Josh Allen is white Cam Newton. Now, <laughs> yeah. he uh, actually broke Cam Newton's uh, record for most rushing touchdowns in his first, like, five seasons or whatever. Okay. Um, but same build, same, like, ability as a runner, all that type of stuff. That's true. It remains to be seen if he falls the, on the ball in a, in a cold Buffalo weather. But I think it's just a good clash of styles. It's two fan bases that fucking hate each other. There's just a lot of venom going into this game, a lot of bad blood on both sides. Right. A, lot, a lot of fuck yous probably uh, spouted off in the parking lot and you know, around the concourse in, in line waiting to get a hot dogs and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's most intriguing to me. Because, frankly, Terry, let's talk a little about the other ones. I don't know what the fuck to make of the Raiders. They fired John Gruden. They got some Italian dude coaching them. Like, yep. They From week to week, they look from going like a really good team to one of the worst teams in the league. Darren Waller, who's like the best player on their whole team, didn't do shit this year. No, nah, he didn't. Fucking white defensive end who spells his name Max with two X's who made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I mean, I hear you. I think and their number one receiver uh, got arrested in the middle of the season, locked away for life. Yeah, I didn't even Henry mention Ruggs. that. Henry Ruggs, the man, the fastest uh, Madden player of all time, almost except for Devin Hester. Hundred. The game I'm interested in is the uh, Steelers game, bro. Steelers Chiefs. Now, I will say this. This is Big Ben's last year. It's done. It's all done. It's like he's never playing again after this. He can't throw the shit past fucking 15 yards, let alone, you know, 20 like Mac Jones. But I think the Steelers want to win for him, man. It's kind of, it reminds me, it gives me big vibes of like Ray Lewis's last year. Like Ray Lewis wasn't good at all. He wasn't good. He had everyone around him was fucking almost a pro bowler or an all pro. But he sucked. For the Steelers, everybody's good, except for the fucking O-line. They're not that good. But if the boys want to rally up, put on your chin strap, and go get it for your boy Ben, who's been there. How long has he been in Pittsburgh? What, 15, what 16 was he, years? He's the 05 draft? Something like that. I mean, he's been there for a long, long, long time. I just think that with the Chiefs really not playing, like, super well all season, their defense isn't good. Their pass rush is atrocious. So that might be a wash with, you know, Pittsburgh's shitty-ass O-line. I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers, you know, come out with a win. I really wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers don't come out with a win. Now, I expect the Chiefs to win. I do. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers won. I wouldn't bet on it. But I had your bets there. Yeah, there you go, Terry. Go ahead. If it's close at the end, I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, I can't believe it. Like, you know, the NFL always surprises you. Listen, man, the Steelers have no chance of beating the Chiefs this Sunday. All right. Less than zero. All right. I'm just telling you. It was a miracle they avoided having a losing season. They're probably the <laughs> worst team in NFL history that's going to the playoffs. Ah, there's definitely. You to pick them against Pat Mahomes, who had a down year and threw, like, fucking eight picks and 45 touchdowns in, like, the worst season of his career. 
<laughs> nah, bro. He, it's not him, bro. I think his expectations are high as fuck. Like, his expectations are crazy. He threw 37 touchdowns and 13 picks. That's not Pat Mahomes. That's good for Eli Manning. Fuck out of here. Pat Mahomes threw 50 touchdown passes. How many quarterbacks have ever put up those numbers? I bet it's a very small number. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, like, Kurt Warner. So many quarterbacks have done this shit. Jeff George did it for one season. Fuck out of here. Jameis Winston threw fucking for 5,000 yards one season. No, no, no. I'm saying for that little picks, that many touchdowns. Only the elites. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. A couple cities. A couple cities. Elites. Even in a down year, he was elite. And Ben Roethlisberger... I mean, shell of himself does not begin to describe what Ben Roethlisberger is. He is a – he looks like somebody tried to package milk in a Ziploc bag, and now it's just running out of one of the corners. That's what it looks like, him trying to scramble for a first down. Oh, him running? Oh, Yeah. Shit, he looks like he's wearing fucking Tims. He looks like he's wearing Tims out there. He looks like he's wearing flippers. Yeah, it's crazy. My man is a fat-ass sardine. He is slow. Godly, what happened to Big Ben, man? Hey, where's Allen when you need him to come on here and tell us about how slow uh, (laughs) Big Ben is? You think you can beat him in a 40? No. What? He's slow as hell. Are you kidding me? Nah, he's he's playing out there with NFL guys, man. I'm not here. Bro, I got dusted by one of my 10-year-old kids I was training in a training, <laughs> like, last week. I don't believe it, bro. Hashtag Garrett versus Big Ben. I want it. <laughs> I want it. Put the fucking hashtag right now. You can beat Big Ben in the race, bro. Don't down yourself Listen, like that. Maybe next year, and I got to start training right <laughs> now. <laughs> But yeah, let's not let's not go long winded on this. I, I just thought maybe the Steelers might sneak it in. I don't know. That's They're it. not gonna sneak it. They're not gonna yeah. sneak it. But Joe Burrow and the Bengals are beating the Raiders. I'm not worried about that at all. I mean, that's what we're all hoping for, right? That's what we're all rooting for. That Joe Burrow for? goes to the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, I'm not rooting for that. Big Patty, baby. Patty Mahomes. Fuck Tom Brady. Hey, look, look. Patrick Mahomes, I want him to be the best quarterback of all time. I'm gonna need for him to go to another Super Bowl and win that shit. I'm sick of this Tom Brady shit. I'm sick. Of- Tom Brady runs a 5-7-40. He's supposed to be the best fucking player ever. Fuck out of here, bro. I had a good-ass O-line. Mahomes was throwing fucking leaning matrix 90-degree parallel with the ground and shit and almost completing passes in the Super Bowl last year. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Fuck Tom Brady. I want Patty to keep going to bowls and win me one. You know Sorry. what Joe Burrow said, though? What did he say? All that record setting and, uh, you know, those stats you were putting up last season. That was cute when I played four games and I had a torn up knee. But you know what, guys? You know what, rest of NFL? Daddy's home. All right. You love this white boy. Daddy's home. And he's Wagging on him. Smoking on a cigar. Not Wagging chewing on it like Michael Jordan's dumbass. You smoke him. <laughs> and that's really good. good competition. Listen, man. He, like, led all quarterbacks this year in yards per attempt. He was number one in, like, yards above expected, like, with his throws. Yeah. Fitting them into tight windows. He barely threw any picks despite having a shitty-ass fucking O-line. 14 picks. Yeah. Running for his life with a torn-up leg. And he turned a rookie wide receiver into, like, the third or second-best receiver in the whole NFL. 
Had continuity with him. All right. After a year off, and the dude didn't play football for a year. So don't give me that continuity shit. Jamar Especially Chase. when he was dropping five passes a game in the preseason. Jamar Chase, baby. Hey, him and T and T Higgins too. Don't forget about oh. T Higgins. Oh T Higgins is good. I didn't he helped lose me my fantasy league. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for drafting you. And then you start going off after I've already been eliminated from the playoff team. <laughs> Winning time, I'm, I'm riding this burrow wave all the way to the Super Bowl. I think uh yeah, the the flavorful white guy is here, and he's not taking year. over. Not this year, though. He is really good. I'm not going to fake. I, I like him a lot. I wish he didn't turn his ACL. He would have been really fucking good this year. But uh, I don't think the O-line just isn't good enough, man. He does have really good targets and a good running back, and the defense is okay. Like, they're not great. They're not good. You know, they're not bad. But the O-line just isn't good enough for them to go, in a you know, through and win the playoffs, dude. They're, it's just not. He's really good, but... Playoff football is different, bro, when you play in these cold cities like Cincinnati. And the teams that are going to advance, Kansas City, Tennessee, all those teams, is cold. And they have outdoor stadiums. Like, you have to be able to run. Passing isn't so easy. It's not easy to pass in these cold-weather uh, cities and stadiums, bro. Yeah. So, with that being said, they just don't got the line for that shit. Next well, year, maybe. Either way, I don't think he's getting knocked out in the first round. I'm riding with Big Dick Burrow. To uh, bring it home over to Las Vegas Raiders. It still feels weird every time I say that. <laughs> hey, look, I ain't going to fake, though. We need to go to a Vegas Raiders game, though. Fuck yes. You got to party in the tub, too. got to party in the tub. Yeah, and we could invite uh, Antonio Brown's girl that was licking toilet seats. <laughs> I'm going to DM Antonio Brown, see what he says. He'll probably respond, too, knowing him. I'm going to DM uh, some toilet seats I know, see if they've seen her. <laughs> see if they can give us a touch. So let's move from the toilet seat AFC uh, conference over to the NFC, which actually has really good fucking teams in it. And what the a backup transition, Terry. What's up? What, what a transition, bro. <laughs> I don't know who is nastier in transition. Magic Johnson, you, or Magic Johnson's son? <laughs> I think Magic Johnson's son's got the take. He's got the cake. What's his name, anyway? <laughs> you say he took your cake? <laughs> he took your cake, son? He takes the cake for the best transition. That's all. First of all, they takes your cakes. Oh, all right. How about that? I like you it. Thought about that before you like gave it. them up today. Good shit. <laughs> Good shit, buddy. Hey, look. All right. So we already know. All right, wait. Who do you think is coming out of the AFC? You said Cincinnati. That's your pick. Yeah. All right. And I got Chiefs. Cool. I'm gonna stick with my heart. All right. Cool. <laughs> So when we look at the NFC, Green Bay Packers had the first seed. Your other seeds are Tampa Bay, Dallas, and Los Angeles. So Tampa Bay is playing Philly. That's the 2-7. You got the Eagles versus the Bucks. You got the 49ers, Cowboys. And then you got Arizona versus the Rams. Which game Ooh. interests you in that matchup of teams, Garrett? I hate that I even actually am going to say this. Oh, yeah, do it. But I got to bring it back to the NFC East or the NFC West rivalry days. Yeah. And go with the Cowboys and go with San Francisco. Wow. That's the game you're most interested in watching? I'm most interested in watching that one. All right. You know, I just wrote the article on Debo Samuel. I'm a big fan of Kyle Shanahan, obviously, with him being here in the Falcons and taking us to the Super Bowl. 28-3 loss. Good job. Yep. 
And then on the other side, we got Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator and head coach of the Falcons team that took us to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. This is really all Falcons off. Let's see who really took us to the Super Bowl. Was it Dan Quinn in the defense or was it Kyle Shanahan in the offense? And once and for all, we can put this debate to rest. Whoever wins on Sunday, you're the person responsible for taking the Falcons to the Super Bowl. Whoever loses, you're responsible for blowing the lead. You're an absolute bum, and you're not welcome back in Atlanta. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to have to agree with you, bro. I'm not going to lie. That game is actually pretty interesting because the Cowboys, you never know what the hell you're going to get from the Cowboys, bro. You really don't. And also, I kind of want to see Micah Parsons just dominate a fucking playoff game, bro. He's not going to. He's gonna, he ain't going to do shit. You don't think so? Not against uh, the dancing bear Trent Williams. <laughs> the dancing bear, huh? Oh, yeah. Didn't allow one sack this whole season. So what? We're just going to move him to the other side. The fuck he's got Oh, we're going to move Trent, too. <laughs> no, it ain't yeah. that easy, buddy. You ain't never seen uh, offense put a tackle in motion, have you? Nope, it's not that yeah, easy, buddy. Like, yeah, hey, look, yeah. This is what I love about football. You move a tackle to the other side of the line, they're just like, oh, oh, oh I don't know what to do. I can't block anybody. Uh-uh. Not used to it. Fuck out of here. Oh, I was going to get on the ass. I ain't going to get on the ass. Hey, man, footwork is hard for guys that don't play soccer. They're like, oh. <laughs> I can't figure out how to just do this with my other foot. <laughs> Not true, true, true. So in that in that matchup though, in that matchup, you got Dak Prescott versus Jimmy G. Who do you got more confidence in, bro? Dak Prescott or Jimmy Garoppolo? Both Jimmy of Garoppolo. Been, yeah, that's why I say both have been a little iffy. Dak has been really just you can't look, man. If you're struggling for fucking ten weeks, you can't keep blaming it on timing and practice. You just oh, suck. Terry. I drafted Dak as my quarterback in both my fantasy leagues. And he's the <laughs> primary reason that I didn't make the playoffs despite having a great team around him. Oh, my God, dog. So I feel like you expected me to to, to zag with this one and go with Jimmy G. And because I feel like the popular perception is that Dak is way better than Jimmy G. I mean. Me. I think his... most people think Dak is better. When he's Good, he's better, but he's just so inconsistent. It's hard to say. Like, is he good? Is he bad? Is he average? Like, I don't. I really don't even I'll know. Tell you what, he isn't Terry, and that's good at home in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I rarely see him play his best games in front of a home crowd. Yeah, and, and they're playing in Dallas, and uh, I think Kyle Shanahan is going to come up there, snatch that lunch from them. I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Um, I think they're going to look pretty dominant doing it, too. I but think Kyle Shanahan knows the ins and outs of Dan Quinn's defense because he – that was – who was running the Falcons' defense? So he was going up every day in practice. But he's, he's not the coach. Cover he's not one, the cover three when the blitzes are coming. How are they going to use Michael Parsons? Yeah. Like, I guarantee you they're going to get a, a run of at least 60 yards in this game. I it's promise college. you. Cal Shanahan's the head coach or the OC? He's the head coach, but he calls the plays, too. You better hope the game's not close because he is fucking horrible at clock management and knowing hey, what but to do in situations. Who's on the other side from him? Mark McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I said Mark McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. I'm taking Mike, man. Hey, uh, Cowboys fans better wish it was Mark McCarthy. On the side. <laughs> they probably have a better chance with him. 
mismanaging the clock and his timeouts and his challenges and so forth this season. I'm but taking Dak Prescott. You're taking the boys over the Niners? I'm taking Dak Prescott. 1993 matchup, 1995? Dak Prescott, baby. Bro, what do we say? We don't know what he is, good, bad, average. He still threw for 37 touchdowns, and he only threw 10 interceptions, dude. Yeah. And his completion percentage was pretty high, too. Like, Has he been to the Super Bowl, though? Has Jimmy Garoppolo been to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Did he play well? No. He didn't. It was all defense. But he's not going to play well again. He just has to do enough. They don't have a good defense. We don't need well from Jimmy. We need it. <laughs> just don't turn the ball over. If you can just not turn the ball over – their running game is so fucking good, and they're so inventive that they're gonna get 400 yards of offense, 350. I'm not gonna fake. I think the Cowboys are gonna blow them out by 20. Yeah, nah. I'm, I'm I'm calling it. All right, you want to put a, a little bet on this game, Terry? Would you do? Would you care to do a wager? Venmo, ten bucks. All right, let's do it. Shit. <laughs> Why can't I get my opposite joint? There you go. <laughs> Venmo 10 bucks. All right. I got Cowboys. That is on. You ain't hey. never going to catch me betting on the girls, son. You don't mind the Cowboys? I had CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott all year in my fantasy team, son. That's your fault, bro. I thought they were going to set the league on fire. Hey, you get to have an explosive offense. This is what makes fantasy so hard, man. Whatever. You just never they know still what finished point. number one at points scored, but somehow CD and Dak didn't win me any games. Who was number one in points scored? The the Cowboys. Oh, in fantasy points? No, in football points scored during oh. the season. I don't know how your point uh, system was going because you did two different ones. Like, you did ESPN and you did. Uh, hey, what the fuck you doing right now, Terry? <laughs> that was like an ad. <laughs> Hey, shouts to our research department in the background trying to get the stats going. Right? I tell them to uh, click out the pop-up, pop-up squitter, though. No, I was saying that um, the Cowboys, I guess just the, the point system is just weird, man. Because, I mean, like, Dak just, I don't know. He just didn't throw. I guess he didn't throw for a lot of yards or something, man. I just yeah, don't know, didn't. like, what what is the identity of their team? I feel like they're still searching for their identity. Pass first, bro. Some weeks, it's like the defense is going to get two turnovers, and uh, you can't single any of our receivers. We got three number one receivers, and we're going to just throw it all over the park. And then some weeks, it's like we got the best one-two running back punch with Ezekiel Elliott and uh, I forget Pollard. his face behind him. What Pollard you or something like that. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Pollard. Pollard. And then some weeks, it's uh, – a you know, it's a running game. Some weeks the deeper, some weeks the passing. So it's just they've been trading off. I don't think they put like a complete game together all year. Whereas well, all I'm saying, I'm saying, are all three of those things going to be bad in one game? No, that's never happened. At least one of those things have been good. I mean, they lose games. Like it happens. They're still a really good football team, bro. Like if the passing game is on, then they pass. If the running game is on, then they run. Like. They have a very well. The Niners are going to be like, you're going to have to pass this. Like, go ahead. We're not going to let you run. They'll um, throw it. That can throw it. The Niners throw. do have that one corner who's retarded. Who's <laughs> absolute, like, I don't know if he's in the wake, make a wish, uh, Jesus. Make a, <laughs> make a wish. Make a wish program. <laughs> or, or, I think you're in it. 
or why he's out there. But hey, you're not in the program, but you're in the protocol. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was chronic. <laughs> That's not, I mean, you say it was terminal. <laughs> so we both agree that that game is the most interesting. I mean, Rams Cardinals. You know, I'd like to see Kyler Murray play well, and I, I, I got, I got love for Odell and the Rams and shit because he's been dominating over there. But uh, I, I want to see what the Cowboys do because they're just so unpredictable. You don't know what the fuck they're gonna do ever. Rams Cardinals. I really want to watch that game too, though, Terry. Yeah, yeah, I really that, do. That's These teams already played twice in the same division. Um, they're both good games. They're both teams laden with stars and household names too. Mm-hmm. AJ Green, JJ Watt, Kyler yeah. Murray. Uh, what, what's his name? Their wide receiver on our team who's like the best in the league, or he was until this season. Who, Larry Fitzgerald? Nah, the oh, DeAndre, from Houston. Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. And that's Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. And then they're full of them. Exactly. Von Miller, okay. Odell Beckham. And we yep. didn't even mention the Triple Crown winner, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Big Cup? Did he get the record? Yeah, yeah, he got it. He got the record. Or, no, he didn't beat Calvin Johnson's, but he uh, became the oh, first player to win the Triple Crown in like 15 years. Or, well, he, did, he didn't get the uh, receiving record? The yards? Nah, he didn't get it. Damn. He was close. See, he yeah, needed he that for MVP. He off, something like that. But he passed he Julio. That. He needed that for MVP. Yeah. He did that. He passed yeah. Julio, though, uh, to get the second most all-time. Did he? I mean, bro, they added an extra game, so it's like but, records are going to be broken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Julio did his shit without an extra game. That's right, Terry. And he so probably was hurt. Third best season of all time. Yeah, fuck out of here. And Julio probably was hurt for two or three games, too. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Blame you. Always Julio. But the difference is Julio caught probably like six touchdowns, and Cooper Cup caught like 20. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> So, I'll ask you this. Who's making it out the NFC? So, you said Bengals in the AFC. Who's making it out in the NFC, my brother? Who's going to be? Damn, long pause. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Ah, okay, okay. They got the number two running attack. In football, they got the MVP taking care of the ball and not making careless decisions. He never turns the ball over. Yeah. And on defense, they picked up that corner who's had like 10 picks in his last 10 games. He was a beast against the Falcons. He'd been like four teams before that in the last year and a half. So it's like now they actually have a secondary and a guy who like you don't want to throw to. Mm -hmm. So it just seems like they're the most complete team. So I'll go with them. No, I got you. I'm going to have to agree as well, man. I'm going with them. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers, man. They're making it. They Their team is, you know, absolutely disgusting this year. They, they've been firing on all cylinders, you know, despite your boy Aaron Rodgers out here, you know, lying to the people, lying to the public. The dude's been great. And you can't deny when he's been great, he's going to make it all the way. But it's always tough. Those fucking bye weeks are always tough for some reason for these NFL teams because it's all about rhythm. It's very similar to baseball. It's all about rhythm. And once you, you know, take a break, everybody yeah. needs rest and everything. That. It, it messes up the rhythm and the cadences and all that. So we'll see. I, I do expect them to go, though. Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, he, I really don't know what to make of the playoffs this year. I really don't. I, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised by any outcome save, like, the Raiders or someone like that coming out of the AFC. Yeah. 
and the Eagles coming out of the NFC. But, like, all the other teams, like, maybe the Cardinals I'd be surprised too. But if Slight. you told me the Rams were in the Super Bowl, wouldn't be surprised. If you told yeah. me the Bucks are in the Super Bowl, not surprised. Yeah. If, if you told me the 49ers are in the Super Bowl, not surprised. If you told me the Packers are in the Super Bowl, not surprised. Cowboys? I'd be surprised. Wow. Okay. Still, that's four teams in the NFC that I was like, I think any one of these could go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. AFC is a toss-up, though. Like, AFC is just – just that shit. AFC is like everyone's middle of the road. And the NFC is like everyone's really good. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much, man. But, hey, you know, that's that's the NFL for you. So, we, we think – So, let me Packers... ask you an AFC versus NFC question. What's up? Who are you taking – for the next 10 years, Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson? Oh, that's an interesting one, big boy. I, damn, dog. I think I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson, bro. I, li- I-, I like Jefferson. I like Chase, too, man, but that man Jefferson is nasty. What's his name? Is his name Justin Jefferson? It is Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he's he's a beast, bro. He's an absolute beast. The way he's been mossing these kids this year, I, hands he, down, bro. I, I think he's the best receiver in the game right now, bro. So it's uh, it's it's funny you said that word. The way that he's been mossing receivers, because he broke Randy Moss's record for most receiving yards in their first two years. Really? Yeah, this year he had sixteen hundred and sixteen yards and ten touchdowns. He was 17 yards short of breaking Randy Moss's all-time record for most receiving yards in a season. For a Viking? Yeah, and they didn't even try to get him the ball. Damn. He's a, he's a beast, man. He's really good. I mean, he got 1,600 this year, and he still got, what, like double-digit touchdowns? I don't know how many. Yep. But I, he, he's, bro, technically. So over his first two years, he is over uh, 3,000 yards and 20-some touchdowns. Yeah, he's a beast, bro. He's an absolute beast. Now, Jamar Chase, it's just his first season. And it was it was a fantastic season, but he wasn't breaking any records. You know, Chad Ochocinco still has some better uh, years than he did. Even shit, TJ uh, Hoosman's Zada got more uh, better seasons than him. T.O. was there for one season, had a better season than him. Jamar Chase, he's really fucking good, but this is just his first year. Jefferson has proven in two years that he's really good. So if I want to take somebody for 10 years... And who's going to have the best Madden rating next year on the game? Justin Jefferson, buddy. Okay. He, he's, he can do it all, man. He can do it all. He's fast as hell. Like, he's yards after a catch. Like, my man catches it and he's gone. He breaks tackles all the time. His catch radius is out of this world. Now, I can't begrudge you picking Justin Jefferson, Terry. Yeah. But the fact that you said TJ Hoosman Zada had a better <laughs> fucking season than Jamar Chase, kill yourself. <laughs> in his rookie year, Jamar Chase put up 1,455 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns. It's a different league. Rookie year. They pass more. It's a different league. I'm wow. Saying. I didn't even <laughs> notice. What? I'm so retarded. What? These, these were Joe Burrow's number one and two receivers at LSU. Justin Jefferson and Jamar and Chase? Jamar Chase. Golly, no wonder he was so good in college. <laughs> Damn. Is Joe Burrow a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's legit, bro. He's legit. Joe Burrow's wow. legit. 
Talk the about talk about wide receiver talent. I didn't even fucking notice that because I don't watch college football. That, no, that's true, bro. But the thing is, the thing for me is, and you know, we both really don't watch college sports in general. Your boy Joe Burrow was at Ohio State. Why the hell did he transfer? And we don't even know which quarterback even played above him at Ohio State. All those running, all those damn quarterbacks that don't do shit in the pros. He was like, listen, man, I'm trying to get picked number one in the NFL. I'm not trying to go to Ohio State, okay? No, 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 I'm saying. He has ever been good at quarterback in the NFL. But he was there for three seasons or like two seasons, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And he just transferred, played at LSU for one year, right? Thank God I barely put anything on tape. I got to get the (laughs) fuck out of here before I I start getting infected. I'm pretty sure he only played for one year. I don't know, but I think he only did two. Yeah, smart he's, decision. Smart, yeah. smart decision, Terry. He's a beast, man. He's a fucking beast, dude. But yeah, I, I like Justin Jefferson. What say you, my guy? You like Jamar Chase? I feel like you asked this because you like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I'm just saying because I don't, I don't really. I mean, it's so, it's comparable, but I, I think Jefferson is a beast, man. So he had basically their rookie years were the same, like fourteen hundred some yards. Uh, Chase had a couple more touchdowns than, than yeah, he did. Four more. Um, but for me, I am going to take Jamar Chase, Terry. Okay. And the reason is simple. Joe Burrow versus Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Who are you going to have throwing you the football for the next 10 years? Kirk now, Cousins. We know it's not going to be Kirk, Cousins up, in, Kirk uh, Cousins up in Minnesota for the next decade. They're definitely going to be getting his ass out of there. Hey, and I'm I like it. going to get in their stead. If it's Kirk, because Kirk's got one read, Justin Jefferson, or I'm throwing an interception, or I'm throwing it out of bounds, or I'm getting sacked. I had Adam Thielen on my fantasy team. Again, (laughs) you're preaching to the choir, Terry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying. That man, Kirk, is he's locked on, dog. I'd rather take a really good receiver and a shitty quarterback. But – at the end of the day, you're the you only gotta, person in history who would rather take a really good receiver in a shitty quarterback. They're just looking at one dude. I'm telling you, if I if I want to talk strictly just wide receiver for wide receiver, I mean, eventually they're going to catch on to Jamar Chase, and and T Higgins is going to get some love. Joe so Burrow's a good Justin Jefferson should have been the number one at LSU. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Well, you know what? Both of those guys have stand power, and we're definitely going to be talking about them neck and neck for the next 10 years plus. Hopefully, man. And I, I want them to make like six or seven Pro Bowls, not just four Pro Bowl, five Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl shit. Oh, they're going to make know? way more than that, I think. But Bro. You know who else has a stand power, Terry? Who? Matt. Matt who? Anyone who's named Matt. <laughs> <laughs> After the Falcons lost to the Saints – our head coach, Arthur Smith, wouldn't say that we're going to move on from Matt Ryan even though we own $50 million next season. Golly. He's getting that much next year? Yeah. The, on the back end? The Panthers uh, coach, Matt Rule, has still yep. had the job despite them chanting fire Matt Rule at the Hornets games, a different sport, <laughs> different arena. city. Sport. Yep. And then after seeing John Gruden get fired this year, Urban Meyer get fired this year. Joe mm-hmm. Judge get fired this year. And Brian Flores get fired this year. And Mike Zimmer get fired this year. Terry, your Chicago Bears decided to retain Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy, baby. Horrible. 
horrible decision. All every coach that's still coaching, like the, the guys that you name, Matt Rule and Matt Nagy, they gotta go. Your boy, in, your boy in Miami, man. If you want to talk about an egregious fire, that shit, this shit is it's just racism. Like this is this is fucking crazy. He's like <laughs> one of the best coaches in the league. He's the first <laughs> Bill Belichick disciple that's worth a shit. Like he, ever. He's somebody's going to last eight games. Somebody's going to pick him up. Somebody's oh, going to pick yeah. him up. But the, the thing about him is he's going to be the coach in Denver. Yeah. The, the thing about him is I hope he goes somewhere with a really good opportunity. Fuck all that Denver shit. But they fired the Dolphins head coach. All right. The Dolphins went what? Eight and eight? Or eight and nine? It was nine and eight, but they missed the playoffs. They went nine and eight? Yeah. Dolphins go nine and eight. The Dolphins drafted your boy fucking Tua when they could have got Herbert. And what did Brian Flores say? Brian Flores said, uh, I want Herbert. And they said, the GM said, no, we're taking Tua. Yeah. And that's the reason he got fired is because they were like, he was like, dude, Tua is not the guy. Like, you need to bring in another quarterback this offseason. This kid is not good. And the GM was like, no, you're just not a good enough coach. This guy won national championships in Alabama. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, man, go ahead and do dolphin shit and yep. reside in, in mediocrity to shittiness for the next 10 years. Let the best coach that you've had since fucking Nick Saban go uh, to the Broncos or something and immediately become a, a super. I mean, the Dolphins' culture is just all screwed up, man. Like, they had Jason Taylor. Have a culture. They're in like, right in their own building. It's like Lord of Roses out here. Game of that's Thrones what I'm up in the Dolphins building. Every every problem when a team is bad for decades has internal problems. It's not the coaches that you choose. It's the continuous cycle of shitty players that you continue to draft. That's on the GM, the owner, keeping uh, hiring people that don't know how to do their job, and the president of the team. It's not on the coaches that you keep getting in. Yeah, have they gotten some shitty coaches? Yeah. But they've also had some decent coaches that had... If you get the Dolphins to a 500 record, they went 0-16, bro. They went 0-16 for a season. They have shitty teams. It's on the GM. They keep getting bad players all the time. You could have had, bro, Justin Herbert on this team with this coach. They could have at least won 11 games. Definitely. Like, after me watching Justin Herbert get... Like three or four consecutive fourth and tens on the last drive of a game to tie the game up and score a touchdown at the end of regulation with a time like like a basketball buzzer beater. He's way better than Tua. Tua could never do that in his fucking life. Like I don't give a damn what everybody's saying about these dual threat quarterbacks. Bro, you know, Tua is shit. like fucking Hawaiian Chad Pennington. Like he's congratulations, bad. guys. And he has a bad hip. He's a fucking dual threat quarterback with a bad hip. One hit and he's done. I'm telling you. If anybody knows who had a bad hip, if you get that shit fucked up once, you're gone, bro. He's out of here. He can't throw, like you said, Chad Pennington. He's Peyton Manning in his uh, not crime. All right. So this leads me, Terry, to the 2021 racial and gender report card for the (laughs) National Football League. All right. All right. As presented by the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sport, Tides. Dr. Richard Lapchick is the director. He met my mom this week. 
and make yeah. sure to pass this information on. All right. So, so after Brian Flores got fired as a head coach from the Dolphins, uh, Mike Tomlin remains as the only black head coach in the league, Terry. Ooh, Jesus. B plus. B they got plus. A, a B plus on the on the twenty twenty one racial and gender report card in a league in which there is no black owners. There is one black head coach out of thirty two. Mm-hmm. And the players are ninety eight percent black. They're not it's not ninety eight. They got 70? a B plus. It's seventy percent black. Yeah. Seventy percent black. You gotta think about all the linemen, bro. Come on. Stop playing. Either and way either way, majority black, not a single owner, one head coach. They get a B plus on a report card. Now who, Terry who this is reputable. This is from uh, the full report you can read on ESPN is being sourced. It's by the, um, uh, excuse me, the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sport, Terry. Sounds like they got a big check for bullshit. They have a quote about how meaningful George Floyd's life was <laughs> at the very <laughs> top of the joint. Who the fuck cares if you're saying what? that the NFL is not racially unjust, like, wrong? So they said it's worse for gender than it is for race in the NFL, which, yeah, there's no <laughs> fucking women's football. Okay, like the fuck. Terry, from here, I just want us to stop lying to ourselves. All right, I don't know what type of school you went to. I think I you I do know the school you went to Durham Public Schools, and yeah. you guys were on the ten point grading scale, correct? Yeah. Yep. See, we were on the seven-point grade scale over at East Chapel Hill High. We had a uh, real dac- academic standards we had to hit. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you guys, ten-point grading scale, right? Are you talking about like sixty to seventy, seventy to eighty? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, we had seven. We had seven. You were seven too. Well, yeah. last time I checked, Terry, one out of thirty-two in a B plus. No, it ain't. Last time I checked, zero out of thirty-two. In the B plus. Nope. Even if you average it with the seventy percent black players, that's still an F. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sick of seeing shit like this on ESPN and smoozing up my mom in in elevators, talk about how you're doing great work and all this mm-hmm. other shit. You're not. And They're the reality of the fact is everything is colored by race, and now there's one black head coach in the NFL. And Terry, if he didn't make the playoffs this year with the worst Steelers roster in history, he probably had one seat on the bubble before they get rid of his ass, too. Yep, probably would have been gone. Hey, this Rooney Rule shit ain't working. It's not. Bro, and then here's the thing, right? This is probably, what, the least amount of black head coaches we've had. It's been a while, right? Because I feel like there's been at least three, you know, or like four. We lost Marvin Lewis. Yeah. We lost Jim Caldwell. We lost Raheem Morris. Yeah. Uh, yep. So here's my thing. This is what this is what I was gonna say. The AFC is fucking trash. Like almost all of the AFC is completely horrible. Like all those teams are garbage. We don't think any AFC team has a chance to win a Super Bowl besides the Chiefs, and that might even be it. Like these NFC teams, they're pretty good, but it's only what four, maybe yeah. five. Five of you a Cowboys fan. It's like. 
realistically, it's like six good teams in the NFL. So why not? Something's got to change. We got to start doing different shit. Like this year, football, garbage as fuck. Now, you can blame COVID if you want. You can blame whatever, the changes and all that type of shit. Fuck out of here. The NFL ran Shaq straight through COVID. They said, fuck it. They had players playing with COVID. They didn't give a shit about it. Aaron Rodgers didn't get suspended at all. Antonio Brown had a fake Vax card. And he played in a bunch of games. You know what I'm saying? They suspended him, but cool, whatever. NFL don't give a shit about that. All I'm saying is, they've always been like this. And it's going to continue to be like this, man. This is what they do. Like, who's going to take accountability for getting black coaches? Or minority coaches, if you want to, you know, say that. Because I guess the dude from uh, Ron Rivera is a minority. You know, but that's still two out of 32. I mean, not for long. The motherfucker has cancer, Terry. (laughs) He beat it, man. He beat it. Oh, congrats to Ron. Hey, Ron, there you go. Yeah, like all these teams are trash, but they don't want to change nothing. I don't think anything's going to change. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to like. So, so this is why it's on us, Terry, as the consumer to point this out, right? The same way that you pulled a boycott, Terry, you said, listen, man, I'm not watching the Bears if Andy Dalton or Nick Foles or yeah. Mike Glennon is under center. Okay? Yeah. I'm not doing it. Well, Thanks. NFL, I'm boycotting too. And. Unless you guys get another black head coach in this coaching cycle, after this, uh, after these playoffs are done, Terry, I'm not going to watch another game until August. All right. <laughs> until the season starts again. <laughs> until the preseason. Nah, I mean, you know, we, we no, have to until do- the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you and me know, both know, like, it, it is what it is. I don't think shit's going to change. And, Honestly, it really is just going to start when the HBCUs start to get all the players. That's yeah. where we can really affect change, bro. Start from the bottom. Hey, and once primetime makes the leap from uh, college football to the NFL. If he wants to. he's Yeah, yeah, in 10 years, once he's established that, uh, you know, I'm yeah. sure Jackson State is a national powerhouse. Shit, they already are. They motherfuckers went 11-2. and two. Eleven and two. I'm mad they lost that ball game, but they're they're a really good team though. But I love how they play knuck if you buck as their walkout song. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's my solution. A lot of people want to point to the problem, but I, my solution is every single HBCU. We need all the top recruits. Every single one of them. We make all those conferences the best conferences. First division, second division. I don't give a fuck. FBS, FCS, all of them. Fill it with all the talent. And fuck all these big-ass schools. I don't give I a agree. shit. If you're a white quarterback, you're going to be thrown against white cornerbacks. All yep. right? We're going to get a fair evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> just top talent in general. I just want all the top talent to go to HBCUs. Then we can change shit. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Change. But, yeah, that's all. Absolutely, Terry. Damn, I had uh, I had some other transition for this, but uh, I lost it somehow, man. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We, we, we hour fourteen strong. Yeah, we had out. I had I had some more shit for your ass, man. We had some NBA talk. We had some Barcelona Real Madrid, but uh, unfortunately we got cut it short. I got my coaching licensing class uh, coming yeah. up to get my D license going up. D as in Antonio Brown's dick that he could make <laughs> another million dollars from in the coming years. I'll have me you when you get your C. I'll have me. Oh, I thought you were saying that's what it looked like. I was like, damn, Antonio. <laughs> no, <we can. laughs> 
Oh, Terry, wait a minute before I go. No, we yeah. gotta do we got four minutes. I don't care. We're doing line step of the week. Oh, go ahead. We're doing line step of the week. Here we got. It's not That's Antonio Brown. It's another person. Drake. Drake. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Hey, I, I'm all for what he did, too. I don't give a fuck. I'm all Drake, for what he did. Drake fucked some thotty in a hotel room. Afterwards, went to the bathroom, got the condom out, taking precautions. Motherfucker took out a packet of Texas Pete from his back pocket and poured the hot sauce into the condom. Before he threw it in the trash can. He gave the young lady a kiss on the cheek. Good night. He said, I'll be heading back to my hotel room in the uh, attached room over here where I can watch sports and not have to listen to your stupid questions during the game. <laughs> <laughs> I got to explain the difference between encroachment and offsides in the middle while I'm trying to enjoy my favorite team. Yeah. So then while he's next door, he just hears screaming. The girl had taken the condom with Drake's semen in it and the hot sauce mixture, and she tried to stuff it back up there to get pregnant. Yep, like a turkey baster. Then she posted pictures of her burned-up, rotten pussy all over the Internet as evidence that Drake has done her wrong, and now, Terry, she is suing the Canadian rapper, saying that she can no longer make money from her vagina and that he has ruined it. Costing her millions and millions of dollars. What say you, Terry? Bravo, Drake. Bravo. All right. Clap it up for Drake. Clap it up for Drake. You got the applaud button? You got the applaud button? Not with me. I, I, would right. have. I should have. Hey, this dirty bitch ain't getting no money. All right? Look, you can't be doing this type of shit. And I'm not trying to bash women. I'm just saying, don't be doing this type of shit. And then talking, turning around and trying to sue Drake? Drake? No. What are you doing? You can't sue Drake for that. He's protecting his investment. He don't want to have another kid. You think she was a? You think that she was a a, a plug by Soldier Boy that, that <laughs> he inserted her? Nah, nah, nah. It ain't none of that. Drake just likes to fuck a lot of girls. Like Drake loves fucking girls that you know question the world. Aren't the richest in the world? Yep. You know, and they're looking for a come up sometimes. He he just fucks a variety of different women don't, that don't have a lot of opportunities, and they just trying to make opportunity out of him. And he's like, Nah, I'm done with that shit. I applaud it. As, Terry, as a hot sauce connoisseur who received over 10 bottles of hot sauce this Christmas from various people, <laughs> I applaud this move with two hands. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I should add, this bitch should be lucky that he just put the Texas Pete packet because that shit ain't that hot. Yeah. All right? You come over to my house, you're getting a Carolina Reaper pepper with a <laughs> scorpion pepper, or you might fuck around and get a radioactive isotope and I'd do your ass like I'm a Russian spy. Put that inside the condom. Have you stick it up your pussy and see what happens. Shawnee gonna be alright. She's gonna be alright. She'll be fine. It's gonna hurt, yeah, for a little bit, but you, you'll be good. But if okay. you want to see more of her or her burnout pussy, please check out ColorCast. Right. <laughs> you are wild, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, man. Hey, get the hell out of here and get on your class. All right, time for you to get your license. North Carolina, continue to stand up. Thank you, everybody, for stepping across the line with us for another week. We will be back again next Tuesday. Yes, no interruptions. We fixed my computer problems. I forgot to say that. We had computer problems. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Follow us on all our platforms. Peace.
www.dhlsquad.com.